This episode is brought to you by Essentia. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hi everyone, it's Lee Salisbury here with a brand new edition of your behind-the-scenes television podcast, Soap from the Box. If you've only just joined us, welcome aboard. Where have you been? If you've joined us for the more than 60 episodes that you can listen to right now, then you know what treats you're in store for. We go behind the scenes and I talk to the biggest stars of the biggest TV shows. EastEnders, Coronation Street, Emmerdale, Hollyoaks, Neighbours, even though it's not on anymore, we still love it, and Home and Away. And that's where we're heading today. It's cold, it's November, we all need a bit of sunshine in our lives. So here is my interview with Home and Away heartthrob, Paddy O'Connor, who plays Dean. Enjoy. In the show, he has played Dean Thompson for over three years, coming into Home and Away as part of the Riverboys criminal gang. Soon becoming one of the show's most popular characters, definitely at the top of my mum's Father Christmas list. It's actually his first professional gig on TV. Off screen, another Charlene and Scott, aka Carly and Jason, is kind of happening as his partner, who plays his on-screen love interest, Siggy, also is his real-life girlfriend, especially for you, little thing there for Carly and Jason. It's a pleasure to welcome Patrick O'Connor. Hello, mate. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure to have you. As I said, you are top of my mum's Christmas list, so I'll have to get a shout-out for her. That's later. That was a very nice TV. introduction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's weird, isn't it? Because the River Boys are a criminal gang, uh, but they seem to have a huge fan base, including like my mum, even though something she'd be like if I was involved in that gang do you know what I mean I can imagine yeah. <laughs> totally yeah it's still I mean I think at times you do forget that uh the river boys are actually uh, you know a bit of a dangerous gang um <laughs> because I especially once you've been on a while I mean you can't be bad all the time yeah no you can't be bad on the time on a soap and every, everyone always says that you have to have a come up come up I can't say that word comeuppance on the soap as well don't you <laughs> like you can't it really has get to away happen, with yeah. anything even if it's like community service of picking up litter or something something has to happen <laughs> Definitely, most definitely. So, um, I mean, it was your first big job. And obviously the River Boys were already a huge part of the show. The Braxton brothers were absolutely massive. So was it kind of obviously amazing to be joining the River Boys, but then it must be quite a pressure as well. Yeah, I'm, I mean, when I first read the character brief for when they were doing like the auditions for Dean, um, it was they, they were all coupled up with Colby, who, who um, appeared on the show with me as well at the same time, same debut. And... Um, once they like released that, uh, like the blood and sand, the River Boys were coming back. I'm like, oh, there's a bit of pressure because my youngest sister, 
um, watch Tome and Away when the River Boys were like at you know at their peak for like four. Oh four wow, years and okay. They were on. Yeah, and I told her, I told her about. It. She's like, oh my gosh, you're gonna have to get a tattoo. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, and that was pretty cool at the start, being like, oh well, blood and sand. Like I don't have any tattoos, um, so I thought, you know, it's pretty exciting. But definitely, the fan base for the River Boys before I came on was obviously huge, and I don't think to the audience anyone could really ever replace them. So um, I tried to take that on board and then, you know, kind of just do a bit of a my own spin. Bit of a race. But yeah, because that's what I've, I've read that about you, actually, because Brax was obviously one of the hugest River Boys. Oh, uh, massive. And I mean, <laughs> massive. Uh, and I mean, he was kind of, yeah, that level that you're like, oh, my God. And I'm sure the show's always like, oh, my God, when someone like that's decided to leave. But you purposely, I think, chose to make him quite different, didn't you? Not just kind of go in and replace a character. Yeah. And I, like. Steve was also um, like when you step on the stair, every, everyone really loved having um, Steve around, like, you know, and obviously his character's legendary in the audience. Um, so when you kind of, when that kind of happens, you do try to do your own thing, I think, naturally, instead of just kind of copying someone or just trying to replace something else. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, like, I still think one of the, the, if you get a character on the show that does, is a part of a game. Um, the fun you have with those kind of roles is, uh, is yeah, really cool. Yeah, I think I've always said, working in Steve as well, firstly, how annoying that Steve was also a really nice guy. I mean, not only are you replacing a massive <laughs> character, you also, if, he was, if he was a horrible guy, it'd be great. It'd be like, at least I'm coming oh, with a nice one. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's double the, double the uh, bloody pressure to take on, isn't it? But, I know. With, so that's exactly. the thing because a lot of people, um, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of actors I know will quite happily say this that in the end, a lot of characters almost slightly turn into them because they're playing it day in, day out, unless you kind of play someone that, that's like a baddie or something, because then you're totally removed from your own life, aren't you? Oh, definitely. Like, I think, I think they like try and they have like a character, I guess, idea or an arc going for like the first six months because they can only write so far ahead. And then once they kind of see how you're kind of, uh, you're warming you're up popular. to the character. And it kind of, <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. Or, or, you know, there'll be an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they tend to like write and like adjust a little bit. So it should get kind of easier. And yeah, you're right. Like once, once you do play a certain character for so long, everything should get a bit easier. Um, now, I also read that it's quite cool that you watched the show, obviously, before you auditioned. I mean, that's a number one tip for anyone going to an audition. Yeah, probably watch definitely. the show that you're going for. The amount of auditions I've done where people have gone, I've never watched it. You're like, wow. Um, I wow. don't know the parts. I know. Um, but yeah, you watched, you also got some advice from ex actors who played River Boys, didn't you? I think two, I'm right in saying. Yeah, I spoke to, um, I, I'm through a friend of a friend. I know Nick Westaway. And, um, and um, Lincoln Eunice, and they both just said, try to have as much fun as you can. Like, don't get too, um, it can be overwhelming when you step onto set for the first time at home and away, because it's like usually about 60 people on any given yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's a lot like, it's a lot to process in one hit. So they said, just take your time. Like, the role naturally will be a bit of fun at the start. So just, you know, enjoy it as much as you can. And that really helped coming from those guys. So, and yeah, you're right the pressure off a bit yeah you're right though because i mean that you, so you can answer this question uh, over everyone that's been on the podcast so basically yeah did you did you screen test as well did you go into screen test like on a set uh we did like screen tests in like through the auditions and then we did a couple like opposite other actors okay because that's um, quite nerve-wracking isn't it before. as well oh, def- oh definitely <laughs> definitely 
Who did I'm you? Just, I don't who think, did you have? Yeah. Well, it was pretty funny because because they auditioned Dean and Colby together. Um, <laughs> there was like four different Deans and four different Colbys. Oh, okay, doing yeah. Like eight separate auditions. Oh, it was crazy. It was mental. Um, but it was so fortunate because I'd known Tim. Me and Tim went to the same acting school, and but he'd graduated a few years before I had. But I did know him, so we kind of um, we were very lucky to see each other. And then we just kind of crossed fingers and uh, gave it a good shot. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's kind of like kind of a weird blind date, isn't it? You just keep mix and matching people. It's really hilarious. Oh, so, like, so that much. sister will go yeah. better with that mum, but that brother yes. definitely won't fit in there. It's like so weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like just some, yeah, some of the combinations. Like if they'd gone, if they'd gone with anybody else, or cast totally different Dean and Colby's, and you know, completely different dynamic. Yeah, um, but yeah, first day on set. So did you, because a lot of people obviously, and I've been there for quite a few people's first day on set and taking them from like the audition process and giving them the role. And I mean, mm. obviously everyone comes on and it's absolutely nerve wracking because like you said, there's about 60 people. But where was your first <laughs> scene? Because what we've discovered on the podcast is the producer basically made most people do their first scene like in a pub, at a charity event or some huge, massive kind of thing. Were you unlucky to get that as well? <laughs> it was pretty chaotic. We, I think George George Mason, who was playing Ash at the time, it's at the back of a funeral. Oh, see, Pia, yeah, Pia had yeah, it's so long ago. It was so just something with all the cast there. <laughs> oh, it was all the cast, and then like I think Alf was there, and he looks over, and oh my river god, boys, like there's like there's like ten of us rocking up in like four different cars, and I remember being so nervous because I was like, if they have to call cut. You've got to reset everything. <laughs> yeah, just, oh God. It was mental. But it was it was good because there were so many. Um, there was also a lot of, uh, I guess, George was there and a lot of friendly faces that they try and take the pressure off a bit. But, man, I was, I mean, I was terrified. Yeah. Naturally. And, and so, you, well, you're another one to add to the massive list then of for actors doing their first day on the job. At, you've set a new record with a funeral. That's like, wow. But, um, <laughs> and obviously you say friendly faces, but I've been on the set before and you know a lot of the actors, not that they're not friendly, but they're kind of weighing everyone up who's new. They're kind of thinking, well, because we've auditioned them, the actors haven't met them. And then you can oh, see yeah. them all kind of going, are they going to fit in? Do I think they're good at acting? <laughs> I think there's I think there's always an element like when a new actor it's so funny because that's that still hasn't like shook over the years it's like you kind of you don't know how someone's going to fit in and no. then a month passes and it's almost like how did they not do you know what I mean like yeah if, how, how does it kind of all, exist without them yeah yeah like it, it all blends together so quick I mean like the show's been running for you know 34 years or something and I guess that's how it does because everything you kind of just jump onto the train and it just keeps going and you either go with it or you don't. And an actor said to me really interestingly for me, Stenders actually, and I'm sure you did kind of this because over here, say Stenders is totally different from say Corey. And he, he said he spent a lot of the time in between getting the job and uh, going into the first day, kind of watching how everyone else acted. Cause he said, you need to pitch yourself kind of at the right level, you know, kind, kind of every show's got a different way of kind of, it's not that it's a different acting, but it's got a different vibe. Do you know what I mean? Did you kind of look Definitely. thinking? And another mate I know kind of said he looked at kind of what was missing in the cast and kind of so yeah. he knew the pressure was on to kind of in on his first four months and kind of kind of chose a unique thing. Did you kind of do all of that? I think it took me about a month of being there to get a vibe of like the actual, I guess, story of like what Home and Away is like, the fact it's a soap, what what kind of what works for characters throughout that and what doesn't work and yeah you're right like what can you bring and because 
there is a tendency, not that it follows it every single time, but a lot of characters start off bad and then they move in t- towards a redeeming kind of direction. Yeah. Um, you've really got to play the highs and the lows, especially on a soap that runs so often. Um, and I guess in that sense, you do look at it and you go, what can I bring? Um, and how do I kind of keep that uh, interesting? Throughout and then the, the key is, do you also walk on set and think, who do I want to be paired up with love interest wise? I mean, surely you must do that. You're like, I hope I get them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I did way back when, when I was with Sophie, when before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously not now. But, you know, yeah, you obviously can't do that yeah, now, yeah. but yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Well, we are going to um, kick off with what we normally end with, but I thought we'd kick off with a bit, which is mm-hmm. the uh, X soap. So home and away, pointless facts game. Now the, the thing here is for you not to probably know the answers, but it's more takeaway. We're really kind on the Ooh. podcast, information for people at home. So these are also quite interesting. I wonder if you know any of these. So Lynn okay, McGranger yeah. last year was incredible. She basically obviously studied Home and Away at university as well as being in it. Ooh. But, um, okay, so what was the show originally going to be called? Oh, no, I've been told this. <laughs> oh. I've been told this once. Um this is this is a key point uh, of actors, though, you know, because you learn lines, then you are used to forgetting them. So I think it's the same with information. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it, it was Refuge. It? Oh, really? Oh, that's, yeah. I don't know if I remember hearing Refuge, but yeah, right. Weird name. Apparently, that. the story behind that, everyone at home, is Alan Bateman, who created it, was on holiday in Kangaroo Point. What a name of a place. How amazing. And the locals... Is that in Brisbane? Up. Was he up there? Oh, yeah. I, I, it doesn't say where it is. I mean, what an amazing place. Have you heard of it, Kangaroo Point? Yeah, there's what there's a kangaroo point in Brisbane. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, these people up in arms about a foster home that was starting up, and apparently that's where the whole idea came from, which is amazing. But thank God it's not called Refuge. I mean, what an awful name that would have been. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they decided that. Home and away, yeah. Um, and obviously, oh, I don't know how this has bit slipped into my little notes here. We were saying about, uh, before we go on with the point of this game, you were saying about Ray, obviously being at the funeral, he's the longest serving male, Lynn's the longest serving female. And to me, it sounds from speaking to everyone on the show, there's not a hierarchy there at all. It sounds like, and I know we always say it, for, for, but it sounds like it is a really nice, happy family there. Yeah, yeah, it is, definitely. Um, good. That was that. Just a random question within so, this. That wasn't oh, right. a pointless sorry. fact. That wasn't a pointless oh, fact. That was something yeah, that slipped, slipped down my notes. <laughs> you were waiting for the actual pointless different. fact. It's not a pointless <laughs> fact that Ray and Lynn okay. are the patriarch and matriarch. That's real. Okay, right. So next, next yeah. actual pointless fact question. Um, okay. I actually, this is going to blow your mind. I so said last week I was directing a special episode of Neighbours down here in London which is amazing. But do you know two places outside of Australia Home and Away has filmed? The only two places, actually. Oh, London and... uh, Or... Kind of hula hula. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what did they... Did they do a plane crash there? No. I I think it was a wedding in Hawaii. I'm not sure what they did in London. I don't know who came to London. I I thought they did a River Boys thing over in london oh so you missed that oh, that's gutting yeah i know i would have loved that oh have the you... braxton's went to london that's right that was it the I braxton's so. went to london oh no yes <laughs> well we need to so you need to we need to we need to gear up for a braxton's visit london again we, i know we need to do like some sort of river boy return I don't yeah know river boy return we'll yeah. 
Um, next one how many and i love the the name of these awards logie awards has home and away won i mean you're never gonna know obviously to whatever just have a wild guess can i can i'll have a wild guess um 2027 no you're putting it down mate 46 i know amazing don't don't tell anyone i said that (laughs) no we'll we'll, we'll dub it over yes you're right amazing (laughs) (laughs) um we've got the british soap awards here i mean are they kind of the same is it have you been is it kind of a big evening uh yeah 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 it is a pretty big it's 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 probably our biggest in terms of how we celebrate um tv and tv pretty much because it's the tv week logies um and it's great. It, I mean, we've missed out on on we missed this year's, and obviously we missed I last know, year's. Yeah. Due to Zoom, COVID, Zoom awards aren't quite great, good, are they? No, <laughs> but it's um, oh, they're always a great event. The only unfortunate thing is that some of us, depending on where you are in your time of contract, you might have to work the following day back in Sydney. So for yeah. a couple of years, we we obviously have it on the Gold Coast, then we have to fly back the next morning, like six a.m., and then start filming on that Monday. It's crazy. Yeah, no, the Soap Awards over here is crazy if you ever get the chance to come because obviously suddenly for one yeah. night, every single soap goes. So my first year, I was just dumbfounded because I hadn't worked on them all by then. But you've got Coronation Street, EastEnders, Hollyoaks, Emmerdale, Doctor. It's like, and then if wow. you win, which we did, you're up there and just all these huge faces are looking at you. It's it's mad. Wow. How, how many people go? um oh it's like most of the cars like you said i've had to film the next day and get a coach back to they kind of <laughs> one year they do it up north and one year they do it down south to keep everyone happy um mm. and yeah, often the coach back is just no one's quite slept and i mean it's more what happens <laughs> after the awards well, that's the soap in itself to be honest oh no yeah, that remain, is oh my god <laughs> always remain <laughs> secret i mean those secrets yeah. never come out or especially well if the pap sees someone from one soap snogging someone from oh. another soap and they're too drunk to realize they're in the middle of kind of london but anyway yeah. um <laughs> how many versions of the theme song have there been i didn't i could didn't know this was so many actually oh <gasps> Ooh, oh yes oh, okay 13 no oh you got a bit seven i've got oh i was gonna say seven. i thought you, I, you I said that you went, and i went oh. <laughs> uh, yeah that's what yeah yeah we'll go for seven because you were about to say seven okay. i should take i it was about to say seven you were about to say seven so <laughs> i'm gonna play you i played this to lucas last year and he was quite blown away right this is the best cover i'll just play a bit hopefully you'll hear it on the speaker yep. of the home and away song are you ready for this Someone had it as they walked down the aisle of their wedding. What? I know. Wow. In England. Wow. I don't know, everyone kind of laughed. So I'm not sure whether they were doing it kind of as... Not that it's a bad song. I mean, it's quite a good song. No, uh, ish, that you know, that one's you, the not... I like that one. Yeah, that one's good. So that's... Uh, there we go. There's a little Groove House rendition. Remember that? And uh, <laughs> in 1989, the theme was actually released in the UK. I mean, that's taking it a bit too far, in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? It's not quite... Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> 
But what number no, did you reach another wild guess? And let me just say it didn't Ooh, do that okay. well. Oh, it didn't do that well? Okay. Uh, 43. No, it was 73. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean... I mean, I mean, that's ex- I would ex- I would expect that. I don't know how many people are walking around listening, <laughs> listening to the over the way song. <laughs> and another yeah. another little story, right? So when I was young, did you know? Yep. And I don't think many people in Home and Away know this that Home and Away the musical happened in England with original cast members. Did you know that? What? No, no, yes. I didn't. That is, that is truly impressive. So there was actually a musical. It had Carly in, it had Bobby in, it had Ruth in. All these are all for, like original characters. And I auditioned and get the, didn't get the part of the kid that goes on stage at the beginning and jumps on a massive remote control and the telly comes on. But yeah, it actually happened. There's no footage of it. I can't find it anywhere because it was... Oh, it wow, wasn't, that'd be good to see. Yeah, it wasn't kind of Phantom of the Opera. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next point in this question, two more of these, and then we'll carry on with the show. But uh, mm-hmm. what show being cancelled led to Home and Away being commissioned? Oh, no idea. Neighbours? No idea. So, yeah, so Neighbours mm-hmm. Neighbours for Everyone wow. was on Channel 10. Uh, no, on Channel 7, but it got axed, so Channel 10 took it up, and then Channel 7 needed something to replace it, so it did Home and Away. Oh, my gosh. That is a good point, in fact, to know. That is a good point, in fact. I did not know that. And the other, not that you'll want to know Neighbours ones, the best point, in fact, ever is, if you watch Neighbours or if you know of it, you know it's based in Erinsborough. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, what's Erinsborough <laughs> an anagram of? It's, I'll just tell you, it's Neighbours. Which I'm like, I was ecstatic when I knew that oh, point as oh fact. So, my right. gosh, neighbors fans would be going wild about that. Yeah, oh yeah, and most neighbors people don't know that. So there we go. This podcast is like storming with all the pointless facts here. And finally, <laughs> in the pointless facts, how many people in the UK watched Home and Away at its peak every day? Oh, I know the Australian recent one, but not the UK one. Not at its peak. What's, what's I'm guessing Australian? maybe I'm the Australian one at the moment is 1.1. 1. 1 wow, that's good. That's is really it, good. Is it higher? Is it, is it, is it lower than? Or is it's it higher. higher. It's higher than that. Oh wow. Okay. Or 2.6. No, eight. Eight million. What? Yeah. What? Every night, wow. eight million people watch Home Away. No, I mean it was huge when I was younger. It was absolutely massive. I mean it's still big on Channel Five, obviously, but all ratings have gone yeah. down. But it's incredible. Yeah, of isn't course. It? Um, that is and, amazing. I, I think I think the highest Australian soap rating over here was Scott and Charlene's wedding, um, which was 18, 19.6 million, I think, at tea time. Oh, <laughs> I know. Gosh. So that uh, was incredible. No pressure, but we'll get it back up there with you, mate. So we'll get it. Well, we... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'll so try. Have you, um, I'll try. What I love with Lynn is that she admitted on the podcast last year that she basically took home and away just so she could do panto in the UK. I mean, downright admitted it, which I love. Have you, would you, basically I read that you might be considering a move to the UK in the future at some point. Yes. I think, I think as the days go by, uh, it gets more and more, I think likely because Soph is, um, she has a British passport. So I think at some point um, we've both said, you know, if there's a place that we'd like to live overseas, I think the UK would be it. Amazing. I think we'd like to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, definitely. Like we, my sister lived there for a couple of years, and I came over and visited her a few times, and she absolutely loved it. The weather was the big thing. She said she had to adjust yeah. to, but for the most part, like it's amazing. It's so different, and the pubs that you guys have over there are so 
it's a great the atmosphere. Vital, is. vital part, yeah. Paddy, of, of where vital, you're in the pub. Absolutely <laughs> vital. Uh, where have you been? Have you just, have you just yeah. been to London or have you done kind of the north and uh, various other places? I've done I've done a bit of UK. I've done um, Ireland, Scotland. I love I love Ireland. I'd love to go back. I think I'm trying. I think we're going to try and plan to go there. Maybe if everything goes to plan halfway through next year. Oh wow, um, Ireland's amazing. Because obviously dying. your name, your name, you must have Irish. Oh, yeah. It's not just fake American yeah, heritage. I mean, you actually have heritage. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you you would assume so. To be, it's a few generations, but um, my, my parents went all out when they obviously named me <laughs> yeah totally yeah all out all out Irish. It's, got, it's 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 definitely the most common thing i get um obviously <laughs> being on home and away people ask me if i'm irish or you know if my mum and dad live in Ireland. it's, it's the most funny. can i say it's the most search when you put your name in google it's the most searched for question is paddy is patrick o'connor irish you're kidding no that is amazing <laughs> Yeah, that's the first thing that came up. And I still look for the answer because I was like, maybe he's hiding his really rich uh, Irish accent underneath. This is actually a fun fact. My um, my great granddad is Japanese. So I'm something like a, I think I'm like an eighth. My mum's a quarter. <laughs> I just tell people that from time to time. Oh, wow. That's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, there is a bit of Irish there, a bit of English and um, yeah, tiny bit of Japanese. I did. My husband for my was it for Christmas bought me one of those like DNA things that tells you oh, what you made up those. of. What did you amazing? Get? Well, mine was really weird. I was like a three percent or something South American, which was basically like a Brazil, like you know, yeah, yeah, a yeah. totally yeah. different wow. race to me. Yeah, I know. I was a bit. I was basically a bit of everything. I was quite a lot. I was did quite you... a lot Irish actually. I was a bit Latvian, oh. I think. Um, nice. Yeah, it was a weird. Mixture. I love that. I, I love the idea that you can gift those kind of things. Because most people don't know. Yeah, most people. It, don't also, know. it also tells you stuff like it basically from your DNA. It tells you you are like ninety two percent likely to have blue eyes, and basically every single one of these things was right about me. Like your your little toe is ninety four percent going to be smaller. That it's like oh my god. Wow. I know. You need to you need to get well, there's, I'm there's Sophie, do it. Yeah, there's yeah, Sophie's yeah. Christmas present sorted. Or sorted. you just buy sorted. it for yourself Thank from you. her. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Right, okay. So to go on with home and away. Yep. This is uh I again it's a bit oh God, sorry for another quiz, but it just, just gets me through it. But this is how we get to manage a potted history of your character because obviously so much has happened. Um so we'll start yep. kind of at the beginning and actually You've already given this away uh, at the beginning because you said this. But when, so think yeah. of what you said already. When starting, uh, what was Dean given that real life Paddy really wanted? Which is what your sister told oh, you. Basically. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. tattoo. Blood, I love the blood and sand tattoo. So Definitely. where is the tattoo? Because it's one of those annoying things that probably in makeup, you have to go in like two hours earlier than everyone else if you have to see it. It's not, it's actually not too bad. Because um, as, as it is at the moment, my arm tattoo is no longer on. I just get the blood and sand one on. So it's only when I'm wearing like singlets or um, if we're obviously we're doing surf scenes or anything like that. But it, yeah, it just gets... Did you, did you ever get the chewing gum where between the chewing gum and the wrapper, there was this tattoo that you could just slap on your arm and put a wet washer over it? Or yes, a wet cloth, yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to love those. It's, mass, it's a massive one of those. And then they put this glue liquid over the top that kind of mattifies the tattoo so it kind of blends in with your skin. And that's like a 20-minute process. When the boys were on before, the old Rude boys, they had to spray them on, and that took a lot longer. Oh, wow. Oh, I know. Yeah, so they, they, were, they were in the chair for like two hours, whereas mine's like half an hour maybe. 
Oh, that's okay. My mate in Emmerdale got involved in an accident in the show, yeah, and they gave him a facial injury. I mean, I've always said to him, I th- think they hated oh, you. Oh, yeah. They must have hated yeah. you. So he had to go in two that's and a half a hours thing. earlier every day. Oh, my God. I was like, it's what? Like if you, if... Go on, sorry. It's it's a, it's like if, if on the show they're to, like, break your arm or your leg or something like that. They have to put a cast every single time that you go on. So obviously you've done something wrong. <laughs> Well, there is someone, this is a rumour, I won't say the actor's name in Emmerdale years ago that got put in a wheelchair, which yeah. apparently was uh, the producer's way of just getting back at him because no one liked him. Oh, wow. It's I a know. big gift. It's a big gift. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big thing. Okay, so <laughs> whose caravan did Dean sneak into to cause trouble at the beginning? Oh. It was a kind of a couple and the girl yeah. was obviously quite important to him in the end. Oh, it was uh willow was it willow? yeah willow yeah yeah willow. willow she was staying in the one next door yeah willow yeah yeah and uh they were obviously wow. it's great big relationship they were not good for each other obviously i mean they were doing lots of things including uh yeah. scamming credit card scamming and I, what i loved is That's that within right. that first credit card scamming alf was not to the floor unconscious and irene was <laughs> one of the first to be scammed i mean you went straight for the legends yeah i remember <laughs> seeing that i remember when we filmed we filmed that scene um when I bumped Ray over and Ray just said to me before we started, he's like, you realise your career's up <laughs> That's brilliant. I was like, wow. And then I thought about it because when it, when it did come to head, there was initially like a lot being like, oh my gosh, you've knocked Ray over, like you've knocked over Ralph. And I was like, oh my God, wow. It's like, a, it's like I've done something like sacrilegious here. This <laughs> yeah. Is, this is incredible. It's incredible. But yeah, I you're did right. read. Like the top dogs early. I read at the beginning, I read that um, Ray, who plays Alf, basically they wanted him at first for two years, which is quite massive at the beginning of a show. And he was like, oh, I'm never going to be in it for that long. So he only signed two months and 30, yeah. 34 years later, he's still back. Um, but that was that story with Willow includes obviously a, gamb- a big addiction story. And, um, and we'll get to your current story at the moment. But do you feel, even though it's kind of fun to do, it's very like cops and robbers, isn't it? Is it quite a pressure when you're doing a storyline that you know kind of affects lots of people at home definitely like i've i've had a few storylines over over the, the few years that um i could see how they are quite common or they resonate a lot with the audience especially when the gambling one but also with with dean's mother when she came into the bay like a lot of like mental health is obviously um, Huge, getting a lot yeah. of attention now and that's and it's a really really good thing that people are becoming more aware of it but also people aren't aware of it. They've seen that kind of behaviour, but they don't really know what it is. And for those people, it can kind of help or, you know, the show goes through several stages. And if you watch the story, there are red flags and stuff like that, or just signs that, um, you know, to ask for help. And it doesn't always go, Home and Away story doesn't always go, you know, the positive way. But when it does, I think it's a good thing for the audience to see. Yeah, no, it's true. I think so. I've always said so, it's got... A unique position to do storylines like that because you go and watch a film and it's over in two hours or whatever, but a soap is in people's lounges every day or wherever you watch telly. So when you do stories, you just, I've seen the reaction from stories we've done. It's incredible, isn't it? When, when you know um, that people have kind of listened, it makes you feel like we are actually doing something proper. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. So many people, I've had like messages over the years on certain storylines and it definitely just warms up your heart because you do it at the time when you're reading, when you're going through the blocks and you're rehearsing them and you're trying to get all the wording right and making sure that it's done in a way that's respectful at the same time. Yeah. It, it, when it pays off, it, you know, that's why, that's why you do it, you, you know? Like, it's such a good feeling. 
Um, right, next question. This I feel a bit more like morning telly there that we've just talked about <laughs> something really serious and I've got to move on. I couldn't do it in a really discreet way. We'll so back. I just said next we'll question. Back. We'll go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so, OK, next question. So two jobs Dean has had. Yeah. Now, he's not the most, obviously, he's probably not got the best CV, Dean. No, definitely not. <laughs> name two jobs Shocking. he's had. Okay, name two. So he's worked as a surf instructor. Yeah. And um, he was he was briefly at the garage. For yeah. Year. I've got a waiter as well. Was he a waiter? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right, when he worked at Salt. There was a period of time for a solid month there. My actual filming was just spraying tables and wiping them. <laughs> like that was my, that's what I was getting paid to do. <laughs> yeah. I, well, people, when they take on like a pub in the soap, all the actors I know, half of them is elated because it means they're going to get really good money because they're basically in every oh. episode. And then the other <laughs> half of them is awesome. like, I'm now a glorified supporting artist for the rest of my life here. That is it. That is very great. It's like when there's a cop. Whoever gets the role of the cop, you it, like obviously you're going to be very busy because I don't know many soaps where there's not a lot of crime, or at least in Home and Away, there's a lot of crime. Yeah, oh no, you there's a lot of crime everywhere. You wouldn't live in any of these. A lot of screen time. Yeah, no, de- no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. It's, it's uh, people go well, Home and Away is such an escapist thing, and it's like really, <laughs> really, where do you want to escape to? <laughs> where do you want to escape to? <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, because of feeling, because of feelings harbored for who? Um, I know because of feelings harbored that I've totally messed up this question. So we're just going to get to the answer, which is basically recently, uh, two, but well, loads of people have left. So River, who played your son, left. Um, yeah. The character of Amber left. Col- Colby, who yeah. obviously you said you went into the show, left. And Willow left. I mean, I know what it's like yeah. in real life. It must be hard to see. Oh, especially when they're related to your story so much, but then in real life, they're your yeah. best mates. It must be hard. Is it hard then going to work the next day? You know what I mean? And carrying on as normal. It was definitely, it was a massive gear shift when, um, when that kind of like river family ended, like Colby, yeah, Colby, Colby went and then Amber and Jai came in and then left and Willow left all in the space of like four months. And it was, it was bizarre because naturally storylines keep going and everything has to move at that pace. Um, but, you know, it kind of, you just take it as it was a good ride and, um, you know, it, you just move forward. Yeah. It was and a I bit sad at the same time. It's much better for it to be like that than, you know, not getting on with someone at work. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least it's exactly. a, something you can exactly. look back and, uh, and look back fondly on. And, uh, right, final question, and this is what brings us to the um, current story, which has been huge. What mm-hmm. jumped in the road causing a huge car crash? I mean, it could only happen in Australia, obviously. <laughs> kangaroo kangaroo yeah which is did i read that that's happened to you in real life yeah when we when i was younger we went on a drive around um australia just a road trip around australia with mum and dad and um a kangaroo jumped into the back of the car and just hit hit the four drive we were in just it, it looked like a massive dent like if a kangaroo you, you're not meant to swear oh i thought you meant the jumped first, into the, the back of the I think when jumped into the back of the car, like with you on the back seat. No, you don't mean that. Oh no, no, it just no. hit the back of the car and just like a definitely, definitely not jumped in. Definitely not jumped in and just t- took a ride. <laughs> we would, yeah, it would have been crazy. You're not meant to swerve. First rule about driving in Australia, especially at those times, is you just don't swerve. Unfortunately, because you're more likely to do more damage. Oh God, what you're uh, supposed to just crash into it? Yeah, because I, I, I mean, if you, like, I mean, the show—if you, you either swerve and you drive off a cliff, or you don't. Yes. Swerve and you hit the 
Yeah. So luckily in real life, what happened to you guys in the show didn't happen where you went onto the cliff. I mean, I saw it. It, it was a great stunt. I mean, I've done some stunts. They're nerve wracking because you know how much money they cost. And you're like, please, God, go right. But what? how did you get the car? How did the car go off the thing? Off the off so cliff? They... they they pretty much mounted the car on obviously the edge, the edge of the mound or the edge of the hill. And they put a little ramp underneath it and then put a pretty much a massive air cannon behind it. Wow. And I don't know, you know, how much power or force was used, but when the cannon went off, it blew the boot off. The back oh my of the God. Car. And it just, it, if you watch the foot, like if you just watch the footage of the takes of the car, just rolling instead of all the snippets of the ins and the outs, the car is absolutely destroyed. Like they, they were so worried when off. we filmed it. Yeah, we, they were so worried when we filmed the car flipping. They were like, "There's no way that anyone's going to watch this and think they didn't die." <laughs> like, there's no way. But, so we'll just um, blow it to know, bits before it goes magic, off. Magic of TV. They just kept it just kept rolling down the hill. Like they thought it was only going to roll once or twice, but it ended up rolling like five or six times. <laughs> Which just kept going. It's still, it's still going. Um, there's a really funny story he told me on the podcast this season, someone from Neighbours, that they, uh, if you watch an old stunt before they kind of had as many trickery things as now, they put dummies in the car as it went off a cliff. And uh, you saw the wig of the dummy fly out the window just as it went off the cliff. <laughs> Total giveaway that it wasn't the person. But, I mean, it is so exciting, Amazing. isn't it? It's when you do this job. I mean, directing's, oh, God, so nerve-wracking when I do stunts because like the stunt you know the stunt people get paid every time they're used and i always yeah. say the stunt people try to act and they're not very good at acting so you have this really over the top <laughs> and you're like so for once you're going can you just not act can you just kind of basically jump off the cliff and get on yeah. with it yeah <laughs> but um yeah, exactly it's it's exhilarating isn't it doing stuff like that it's very cool like we've i've been fortunate enough to do a pretty like it's natural with i guess the river boy storyline to do some pretty dramatic um stunts like when we did the um the chase, the car chase with Ross and we're running down, he's got a gun and then Tim gets to shoot him. You, you know, that was so much fun because I think when you're at, when you're at acting school and it even goes back to like when you're a kid and you're running around playing cops and robbers, yeah. that stuff is, it, it kind of fulfills that little kid in you. It's like, it loves doing those things. Yeah. I, I've always dreamed of being kind of a, in a detective show, you know, where you stand against the wall and you lean around and put the gun out to see if anyone's there. That's my yes. dream. That's every, my dream. Every boy has wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. That is the dream. And having a hot kind of partner that you're kind of playing a relationship with that nothing's really happening. <laughs> that That's the dream yeah. of any actor. <laughs> um, so, but going really serious again, but the aftermath of that and Dean's obviously been really injured and is pushing everyone away obviously him and ziggy have got back together which thrilled the nation um but uh, obviously ptsd is a huge thing as well and it's kind of comparing it, i suppose to people in the army that come back and don't want to be seen as weak and kind of not being able to cope with it so again a huge story to take on isn't it yeah i mean his his hesitation to get help and his hesitation to like use medication is you know it's massive because i think a lot of people do have that kind of that fear um if something has happened in the past but um yeah dean just he doesn't he doesn't like help and he doesn't like medical help so the road to recovery is is a difficult one for him and uh what's it like being back obviously with sophie so ziggy is him in the show and sophie's real life i mean it must be i thought i mean i've never been in the position is it not a bit weird when you're going in kind of playing a love interest as different characters in the show and then obviously you're normal out of life or is it just totally fine i mean because I, I suppose at the beginning yeah. was it a big 
because obviously, I mean, I compared to Kylie and Jason earlier, which is, I was being funny, but it is that, that kind of thing that you know the public are going to take a massive interest if this relationship goes ahead. Yeah. It was it kind of a questionable thing when you got together in real life? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's it's very different in the sense that, like, there's always kind of 30 or 40 people watching the yeah. filming going on all the time. Like, that is, I think people in the audience sometimes forget that, for you most people, that's different. Any, I mean, for, some yeah, people might be people. into that in real life, but, you know, they're all good. All good some people them. might be into that. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> but for the most part, like it is, you know, because we've been working with each other for a few years now, I think we've found like a good rhythm between like kind of when we get to work, it kind of switches on. And then when we finish work, it switches off. And um, that kind of makes the transition quite smooth or different. Yeah. What about if you've had like a huge argument at home and you have to go in? I mean, not that, I, you know, my thesis in life, by the way, everyone out there, my mum taught me this, is if you have an argument, make up before the evening's over because you never know what ha- happens. So I do. My arguments don't last long with my husband. But if you have, is it a bit weird then? Or the other way round, you know, is it, is it, do you just... Uh... No, they kind of, the, the argument ones are kind of fun. I think so- Soph likes to uh, throw a bit of anger. She loves a bit of an angry scene. <laughs> right, it's always, okay. it's, well, it's always a bit, bit of a, um, you always kind of get a bit of a release from a big angry one as well, which is a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and uh, let me dispel some other myths about Australia for me for <laughs> yeah. you right now. Uh, that So yep. we've basically worked out that that's, and now you both need to release a Christmas record, obviously, because that's going to be huge. So you could, okay. yeah, you yeah. could re-record, especially that. for you, couldn't you? We could sign that up today. We could get that going. That could be yeah, massive. Can we, you both we, sing? We could. Yeah, well, Sophie can. I could, I could do something in the background. Yeah, <laughs> amazing! Oh my god, this is a bit. We'll release it for Christmas. Get you guys over. You can do a UK tour. Yep, yep, that sounds great. We'll time it out well. It'll be a six-week run. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one song, one song, one, one song. But we'll do every remix. We'll do every remix that's of it, it, so it can last that's a while. It, um, okay, so <laughs> is it always sunny in Home and Away? Because obviously, we always oh. say it's always sunny. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> the last the, the last month the last month has been um the weather's just been all over the shop. Some days, obviously, when you go up there, it is it's almost like picture perfect. Yeah, this, the water looks crystal. The sun the sunrises are incredible up there. But when it storms, it it's wild. Like it's cra- it's a crazy place to be. And we film all the time. Even when it's raining, we just have to adjust the spots where we do film. Keep the cameras yeah. undercover. Um, and we just keep rolling, but it, it can get pretty uh, torrential up there as well. You can and have four seasons in one day. Yeah, that's the same as the Emmerdale Village. And obviously you're the same. I mean, you have no probably, you've got no way out of it because you sometimes have to be topless. Obviously, it's home and away and you're surfing. Oh. Uh, so it must be like the girls over here in Emmerdale, you know, anyone playing a slightly raunchy character who has short skirts and is, you know, filming summer in February. So literally we've got all North Faces on and they're dying <laughs> but um it, it must be the same for you suddenly when you've got to strip off and it's uh freezing cold oh definitely there was a i'll never forget there was a day there was a day about a year and a half ago where we were on the beach and uh sophie it, it was about nine degrees and obviously that may not be oh that cold God. for you guys but she's on the beach in her bikini and we're wet and it's just it was horrific. It was freezing. It was so cold. Everyone's oh. lips were going blue. And then they had to put ice cubes in your mouth to warm your mouth up. Oh my god! It's so bizarre. So it, bizarre. That is, I know the one of the one of the non glamorous things about filming that no one really knows, isn't it? It's like, uh, yeah. and I have to bring this up, and I know you'll kill me because I, I what I loved is a laugh out loud video of you and Sophie that I, you use a little Barbara. Win- you know who Barbara Windsor is? 
No. Okay, so she was one of our legends. She was in Carry On Films. She was in EastEnders. And when I started working there, she used to have her own little walkway behind the bar um, to lift her up. And Sophie revealed that you've had to uh, use... I've never heard of these barricades. Oh, yeah, brilliant. (laughs) This hasn't... Ever since she mentioned that, this is Have you, has that away. not gone away? I bet that's haunted you. <laughs> that's not, that has not gone away. Yeah, I do. Occasionally, occasionally they call them apple boxes. That's all right. They Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise does it. I, I know, and that's what everyone says. That's what everyone says. <laughs> Apparently, it's when okay. he did Far and Away with Nicole Kibben, they had to dig trenches for, for her. Oh, I know. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. I, um, I remember there was on, there was one day on set where it was yonks ago, a couple of years now. I was facing one direction and then I had to turn around. There was another camera in the other direction. So I had to take turn around and take like 20 steps. On the rehearsal, there's nothing there. On the take, the call action, I'm facing the camera, wait two beats, turn around, start walking. And then there's just eight apple boxes in front of me lined up. <laughs> and, the, and no one's laughing. No one's laughing or anything like that. And the director just says, go on. <laughs> oh my god oh my god but yeah how how, how tall are you let's put the, 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 the i'm five about five ten oh my well, god five, nine. i'm like I'm, I'm average i'd say i'm average. No, i think that's i'm fine yeah you're they're probably the same height as a bit taller than me i've never been cool yeah i quite happily use an apple box but i but you now also claim to fame you can say you're the male barbara windsor so to be barbara windsor is basically a, you know, living legend. I mean, she's actually dead okay, in our rest okay. in peace. But yeah, so it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but it was the same when I joined EastEnders. Basically, there was this heightened bot, you know, area around the bar. And I was, I find everything hilarious. So I started laughing. Everyone was like looking at me like, oh God, don't laugh. Don't bring it up. And it's like, <laughs> well, it's quite obvious. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so obvious. I mean, you have to laugh at it. If you're not laughing at it, it I imagine it would be quite awkward. Just quite awkward. The fact that she's stepping just... out. And she was totally fine. And she was laughing with me. So I was like, oh, thank God. Because it's like, this is ridiculous that no one's talking about it. <laughs> the trickiest <laughs> bit is just making it look smooth. Like, yeah. it's quite hard to make it look smooth. Mid, mid-scene as well, if you have to suddenly That's step it. up onto them. That's it. That's it. You need to practice, as I said in the Queen Vic, when the sets, I went into EastEnders, obviously still, um, whenever I go to a new TV show, I'm still like a stupid kid who expects everything to be like it is on TV. Uh, so I thought the <laughs> pub was a high, two levels because the staircase, everyone was always climbing up the stairs. Oh, but what I realised yeah. is these amazing actors like Barbara Windsor actually had to do that pretend going up the stairs thing. Yeah. Behind yep. the when banister. You're when you go up the staircase, going up to going up to Salt, and you're looking up as if you're like walking into a restaurant, it's bizarre. When there's, you're just staring at a ceiling, yeah, you're Bunch just staring lights. at a ceiling. <laughs> a new actor as well on Emmerdale. I love this. You know, like the stairs that go nowhere; and they just go over the edge. She ran up in a scene, her first ever scene, but didn't realize that, so just went running off the set and fell. You're kidding! Back onto the studio oh. floor. <laughs> oh. I know. I mean, I would. I said to her, surely it was quite obvious that there was nothing there. Do you know what I mean? But um, definitely, when you yeah. were running up, didn't you see where you were running? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, it's been amazing to have you on the podcast. Thank you, everyone. Obviously, still loves having you. Love the fact if you come into the UK, we'll we'll have a pub tour. We'll make it a program. We'll commission Ooh, a program. I like that. I will, I will take you up on that offer. That would be really good. So, um, but in the uh, last couple of questions for you, so is what's yep. the dream? What is the you know is there a role? Is there a show? I mean, what's um what's the dream for you? Job wise, I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to work um in some TV or do some series over in the UK. Definitely, like British TV is is so popular here in Australia. So I'd love to do something like that. But I think I'd love to live overseas. Um, I can see you in I'd what travel, kind of thing. I can see. Have you seen Line of Duty? 
do that line do a bit like Peaky Blinders maybe yeah even oh, like, I'm going to go Blinders. as far as say something is like Game of Thrones I'd love oh I mean start like start small but it's always good yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just also something, just something crazy so so far away from here yeah, Game of Thrones. Well, I'm, sorry, my dog's now barking. He's so excited by you and Game of Thrones. Uh, but I read <laughs> recently that that Game of Thrones cost by the end fifteen million an episode. Wow! Wow! I that know. is amazing. A sixteen amazing. million with you added onto it. Nice. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, it's been amazing to have you on and hopefully we'll meet up in real life one time soon. But um for now, brilliant. Thank you, Paddy, for being a guest. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you to Patrick O'Connor for being my guest on Soap from the Box. Could you hear the birds and stuff in the background? You can just tell he's in the sunshine in Australia. Remember, you can head and listen to Soap from the Box on anotherslice.com where you can also subscribe and very soon you will be able to hear some bonus episodes, bonus chats and quizzes that no one else can get. So head there now and subscribe. I will be back next week with another brand new episode. Who is it going to be? I'm going to keep that as a surprise. Have a good week.